Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. This is Thursday, January 31st, 2019, the final day of the first month of 2019, folks. And welcome to episode number 187 of the second installment of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. W- w- Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we once again get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, <clears throat> professional wrestling. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start things off a little bit different here today as of, as I, as uh, right now at this time. Marty Smith or the Iceman Jerry Geronimo has made it on here yet. So we will come back here to to our wrestling news abuses as soon as we hear from either either gentleman. But I will go ahead and tell you we do have on the talk shoot chat box tonight bringing us tonight's wrestling history and birthdays is the human suplex machine John Gross. John, of course, is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Let's go ahead and welcome John in. Before we get through eight, we're talking about what our plan is for tonight. Let's bring John in right now and say welcome to him for to, of course, the second the episode one eighty seven of the second installment NWO Wolfpack. John, it's good to have you on here tonight, here, sir. Uh, of course, as always, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed tonight comes to us from our group dedicated to Ring of Honor, R O H U S Honor of the Ring. If you care to join us here tonight. For, <clears throat> Uh, for our live video feed from ROH US for uh, NWO Wolfpack episode 187. Feel free to join us there at facebook.com 
forward slash groups forward slash ROHUS Wrestling Honor. And if you care to join us through talkshoe.com, the phone number as always is 1 605 562 0444. Call ID 138 521 pound and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything we do have to talk about here tonight. Because in addition, of course, to our history and also our wrestling news and views when we do here from King Ice, uh, we, of course, will be talking about what happened this past Saturday night at, of course, the uh, NXT TakeOver show in Phoenix, of course, the night before the Royal Rumble. We'll get our, we'll get our thoughts and opinions in on what uh, we thought of each match <clears throat> going in uh, for each match, of course, even though there was only five of them. Uh, they brought all of them brought some pretty good action there indeed and we'll definitely talk give you our insight on takeover phoenix here tonight plus also folks other wrestling topics that will be brought up we'll definitely be talk, talking about here as well even and also of course some wrestling extras and of course even a few little family feud surveys will be coming your way there as well so we we'll hope to hear from some more folks here tonight for the before before the night is out so let's go ahead <clears throat> And get things rocking and rolling here. Uh, <clears throat> as we will start things off, ladies and gentlemen, of course, like I say, King Ice has not made it on here to the scene here yet for Wolfpack 187. So I will be bringing our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, January 31st, courtesy of our own human suplex machine, John Gross. Let's see what we have on tap for that here tonight. 21 years ago today, which would put it at 1998. WCW presented the <clears throat> audio uh, paper listen event, I should say, Boston Brawl from the Fleet Center in Boston, Massachusetts. That same day, ECW presented Hostile, Hostile City Showdown 98 from the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. 20 years ago today, which would put it at 1999, Giant Baba, best known to wrestling, who, uh, who of course, uh, very, uh, of course, famous Japanese wrestler, sadly uh, died of cancer in Tokyo, Japan at the age of 61. Here is a little bit of history here. Before wrestling, he started his baseball career and began his training in 1960. He also unsuccessfully challenged Bruno San Martino in 1963 for the, w, for the WWF Championship. After his retirement, Baba would run a Tokyo Dome show in 1998. Before his death, they still managed a crowd of over 58,000 fans. He wrestled for the last time in December of 1998. That same, <clears throat> also that same day, ladies and gentlemen, 1998, on halftime heat, Mankind defeated The Rock in an empty arena match to regain the WWF title in a rematch from the 1999 Royal Rumble. Vincent Mann commentated the match, meaning it was the first time since October of 1997 that Vince McMahon commentated a match. And also the first and only time the WWF title would ever change hands on Sunday Night Heat. 19 years ago today, put it at the year 2000, Rawls War from J.D.'s Neck of the Woods in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Former WCW champions Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, and Perry Saturn all made their company debuts, running in during a tag team match between the, the New Age Outlaws and Head Cheese. JR dubbed all foursome as radicals, given the birth given birth to the stable's name. The foursome all requested their release from WCW. <clears throat> um, alongside them was Conan, Kidman, and Shane Douglas. 
but they eventually backed off their threat because of Conan and Douglas having their past issues with the WWF. But to placidate the, placate the group, Benoit was booked to beat Sid on January 16, 2000 to capture the WCW World Heavyweight title. When the remaining four arrived at Nitro that Monday, Guerrero, Saturn, and Malenko all were informed of their of their of his of their their departure. Benoit found out and left as well. Even though Bush told Benoit he would remain WCW World Champion, Benoit then left the title belt with Nick Patrick on the way out. The four would cause more havoc by attacking the Mean Street Posse and Triple H. All four had limited all four had limited success in the WWF. Or of course, later on WWE. Number one, we'll start out with Eddie Guerrero. After debuting with the group, Guerrero quickly moved up to the European Championship picture and formed an alliance with China, breaking away from the radicals. Afterwards, Guerrero moved to the IC title by defeating China in September of 2000. The title winning the European title. Guerrero was let go in 2001 due to alcohol issues and an, and an arrest. After completing a rehab stint and being sober and fighting on the independent scene, the WWF rehired re- 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 Guerrero in 2002. And Guerrero won the IC title again. He then teamed with his, with his, of course, his nephew Chavo to form Los Guerreros and won the SmackDown tag team titles two times. He would also win them with Rey Mysterio and Tajiri as well. Guerrero was also best known, of course, for his lying, cheating, and stealing tactics, meaning that the ref would 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 catch one of Guerrero's opponents in the act if Guerrero threw a weapon at at them. In 2003, Guerrero won the inaugural w, United, United States Championship over his friend Chris Benoit after winning a SmackDown Rumble. <clears throat> Guerrero quickly moved to the WWE title, realized his dream on February 15, 2004, by defeating Brock Lesnar. Guerrero continued his run in the WWE until he sadly was found dead in a Minneapolis hotel room on November 13, 2005. A tribute show was done in his honor. Guerrero will be personally inducted into the 2006 Hall of Fame. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I do see now coming in all coming in here on the line here with us here tonight is I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, of course, he is a 2015-17 WWS Hall of Famer and also another part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. I do believe we do now have on the line the ice manager, D. Ramo. J.D., are you with us? Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> yeah, JD, good to have you on here tonight. Uh, we're just one hand starting with the history, of course. Then we'll get you we'll get you in here with the news in just one second. But I'm we're just gonna run through the history real fast and then we'll get to your news here in just a bit. Chris Benoit also had big big success as well before coming up to the WWE on April 2nd, 2000 at WrestleMania 16. Benoit captured the IC title. There was on several occasions that Benoit had defeated The Rock twice to win the WWF title, but it was overruled. Benoit would become a four-time IC champion. After completing neck surgery in 2002, he teamed with Kurt Angle to win the first ever inaugural SmackDown Tag Team titles. At the 2004 Royal Rumble, Benoit became the second man in WWE history to win the Royal Rumble at number one. The last man to have done that was Shawn Michaels in 1995. Benoit received the title match at WrestleMania 20. And where he jumped ship to Raw, and and also he picked up the World Heavyweight Title at WrestleMania 20 in a triple threat match. After Benoit and Guerrero celebrated with each other, despite losing the World Title, Benoit continued to gain another championship, of course, the United States Title, a title that he had won, of course, in the WCW about three times. 
On June 25, 2007, tragedy struck the Benoit family where all, when all three members were found dead as, as uh, and this is allegedly Benoit murdered them and also hung, hung himself. <clears throat> Excuse me there, let me, let me get to that here. Sorry about that. Uh, yes, okay, there, there you go. Followed by Benoit Guerrero, following Benoit Guerrero, Malenko and Saturn had a little had a limited success. Malenko would defeat Essay Rios on March 13, 2000, to win the light heavyweight title and had quite a reputation for being a ladies' man. Malenko went on to hold the title for a year until losing the title to Crash Holly. Malenko would retire from the ring in 2001. Currently, Malenko still works as an agent for the WWE. And the last one would be Perry Saturn. Saturn moved up to the hardcore division chasing the 24-7 the rule of the hardcore title in where he won it in April of 2000 twice. After he regained the European title on July 23, 2000 over Eddie Guerrero and formed a relationship. In 2001, Saturn's character underwent a new change. He would suffer a storyline amnesia attack when he said, you're welcome, and even had a relationship with a mop. The storyline between Saturn and the mop quickly dissolved when Raven put it in a wood chipper. Saturn left the WWF in 2002, and after his WWE career, his real-life problems started. In 2004, he was shot survived. He became addicted to a drug called methamphetamine and was homeless for about two years. Saturn beat his addiction in 2010, and he returned to the ring in October of 2011. Also, <clears throat> also on the under on the undercard, uh, Hervina, of course, Harvey Whippleman in drag, defeated the Cat in a Lumberjill match to win the women's title. He is the only male competitor to ever win the women's title. Also, The Rock gave Kurt Angle his first pinfall loss. Nine years ago today, 2010, WWE presented the Royal Rumble from the Phillips Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. 16,997 were in attendance with 462,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. The show is noted for the unadvertised return of Edge. He had been out the last five months with a knee injury. In a pre-show dark match, Kelly Kelly, Gail Kim, Eve Torres, and the Bella Twins defeated Alicia Fox, Natalia, Maurice, Jillian, and, Kay and Katie Lee Virtue. Christian defeated Ezekiel Jackson to retain the ECW title. This is the last time the ECW title was ever defended on pay-per-view. The title and the brand would be folded the next month. The Miz defeated MVP to retain the United States title. This is the first time the U.S. title was defended at the, two at the 2012 Royal Rumble. Sheamus defeated Randy Orton by DQ to retain the WWE title. Mickey James defeated Michelle McCool to win the women's title in just 20 seconds. The Undertaker defeated Rey Mysterio to win the World Heavyweight title. This is the last Royal Rumble appearance for The Undertaker until 2017. And Edge defeated John Cena to win the Royal Rumble match by last eliminating him, and he would earn a title match with choosing WrestleMania 26. And here are the competitors and eliminations. This is the last time Johnson, he's doing this until next year. <laughs> okay, John. Number one was Dolph Ziggler. He got eliminated by CM Punk in two minutes. Number two was Evan Bourne. He also got eliminated by CM Punk. Number three was CM Punk. He eliminated Dolph Ziggler, Evan Bourne, JTG, Beth Phoenix, and Zack Ryder, but was eliminated by Triple H. Number four was JTG. He was eliminated in 25 seconds by CM Punk. Number five was the great Kali. He was eliminated by Beth Phoenix. Number six was Beth Phoenix. She eliminated the great Kali with a kiss, but was eliminated by CM Punk. Meaning it would be, it would be the second woman to enter the men's rumble in history. The last time that happened 
would be in Jan on January 23rd, 2000, when China entered the men's Royal Rumble match. Number seven was Zack Ryder. He got eliminated by CM Punk. Number eight was the man that won the, the Royal Rumble match in the very same building that he that it was held in 2002, Triple H. He eliminated CM Punk, Drew McIntyre, Kane, but got eliminated by his friend, Shawn Michaels. Number nine was Drew McIntyre. He was eliminated by both Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Number 10 was Ted DiBiase Jr. He got eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number 11 was John Morrison. He, too, was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number 12 was Kane. He eliminated Matt Hardy, but was eliminated by Triple H. Number 13 was Cody Rhodes. He was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number 14 was MVP. He and Miz eliminated each other. Number 15 was Carlito. He was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number 16 was The Miz. He and MVP eliminated each other. Number 17 was Matt Hardy. He was eliminated by Kane for a Rumble match until actually last year. Number 18 was Shawn Michaels. The same number who won in 1996. He eliminated Drew McIntyre, Ted DiBiase, Carlito, John Morrison, Cody Rhodes, and Triple H and made it to the Final Four before being eliminated by Edge. HBK had not been in the Final Four of the Rumble since 2007. Number 19 was John Cena. He was the runner-up by eliminating Shelton Benjamin, Yoshitatsu, Kofi Kingston, and Batista, but he was eliminated by Edge. Number 20 was Shelton Benjamin. He got eliminated by John Cena. Number 21 was Yoshitatsu, also eliminated by John Cena. Number 22 was Big Show. He eliminated Chris Masters, but Big Show was eliminated by Mark Henry. <clears throat> well, actually, John Cena was eliminated by R-Truth. Okay. Number 23 was Mark Henry. He was also eliminated by R-Truth. Number 24 was Chris Masters. He was eliminated by The Big Show. This was Masters' first Royal Rumble appearance since 2007. Number 25 was R-Truth. He eliminated Mark Henry in The Big Show, but was eliminated by Kofi Kingston. Number 26 was Jack Swagger. He also was eliminated by Kofi. Number 27 was Kofi. He eliminated R-Truth and Jack Swagger. Number 28 was Chris Jericho. He was eliminated by Edge. Number 29 was Edge. He eliminated Chris Jericho and John Cena to win the Royal Rumble. Edge is the second man to win the Royal Rumble at the number 29 spot. Last time anyone did that was in 2003 when Brock Lesnar won the Royal Rumble at number 29. And number 30 was Batista. He eliminated Shawn Michaels, but he was eliminated by John Cena. This would also be Batista's final Rumble match until 2014. And also featured the last ever Royal Rumble matches of Shawn Michaels and Edge as well. Edge is also the fourth man to win the Royal Rumble from a career-threatening injury. The first man to have done that was Stone Cold Steve Austin in 2001. Then it was Triple H in 2002 and John Cena in 2008. Today, we have one birthday to report here today. Happy 61st, 61st birthday. Finland. And I'm sure JD is probably happy at Finland because if I remember correctly hearing, Finley was the one that told Becky Lynch to go and wrestle in the Women's Royal Rumble match this past Sunday. If I'm not mistaken. And <laughs> and so, John, that's all he's got for the history and birthdays here for today. John, thank you very much. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring in bring in the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, of course, uh, representing King Ice tonight with our look at our wrestling news and views here. J.D., please go ahead. All right. Before that, however, we want to say two other birthdays are today as well. We'll talk about them in just a minute, folks. WWE is reportedly trying to lock down Talents into new contract deals following the Dean Ambrose uh, choosing not to renew his contract. PW Insider reports that WWE officials were meeting with talent whose deals will expire in the next couple of years, seeking to get him to sign new five-year deals similar to ones that Miz and Kevin Owens signed last year. 
The site says that it appears as if Ambrose's departure, departure and the possibility of him going to AEW is the impetus for the activity at SmackDown. PW Insider adds that several roster members were, quote, in amazement as they saw it all unfold. WWE confirmed publicly that Ambrose would be leaving the company after his contract expires post-WrestleMania. Meanwhile, Bully Ray, however, discussed the Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey match at WrestleMania 35, however, on this week's Busted Open Radio. Speaking on the episode Pro Wrestling Inc., Ray said that he would rather see the match stay a one-on-one match, however, to which he said the following. After what I saw on Monday from Becky and Ronda at this point, now my feelings, however, could change. But right now, however, I do not want to see Charlotte involved with Becky and Ronda. To me, it is about Becky and Ronda. And as I tweeted out just a little while ago, the WWE has 66 days before WrestleMania. And if they cannot come up with a match or storyline in the men's division, however, there's more intensity, passion, uh, like I said, however. Just a second here. Uh, and, and uh, emotional, uh, what is it? If they cannot come up with more intensity, passion, and emotional investment than Becky and Ronda, then Becky and Ronda should be main eventing WrestleMania. Because that storyline has more in people invested the most, Tower, and that is the most match everybody wants to see more than any other. He added how all the emotion from the Rumble, all the, of the emotion from Raw, totally made me feel today that it just belongs to Becky and Ronda. Yeah, about a month ago, leading up to this, we actually said three-way. Three-way with Charlotte. How did they leave Charlotte out? Now I don't want to see Charlotte involved in it. Speaking of Becky Lynch, however, meanwhile, according to a new report, however, WWE has decided on their main event match for WrestleMania 35. Sports Illustrates says that according to sources close to the WWE, the current plan is to have Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch be the main event of this year's big pay-per-view. The report does not mention anything about Charlotte Flair, who was the original plan for Rousey's opponent and was recently named as a possible third person in a triple threat match for the event. Lynch, of course, made her plan to challenge Rousey for her title clear on this past Monday night's episode of Raw. There has been speculation for a while, while that this match would be the main event of the show that seems increasingly more likely. Meanwhile, however, there was a little confusion last night, the NXT TV tapings involving the North American title uh, switch. According to reports, however, Velveteen Dream did defeat Johnny Gargano to win the NXT North American Championship. Per Twitter user Jacob Cohen, however, did say however, that Gargano attacked Dream, however, during his celebration and then promptly stole the belt. Gargano then posed with Tommaso Chiappa on the ramp, where he apparently, quote, took a good look at Chiappa's title. However, things get murky because the live report from WrestlingInc.com, however, indicates that a second finish and ending was shown for the match. That's saw Gargano win the match and beat Dream by submission, retaining the title. As of now, it's not clear which is the correct finish and if the title change for the match actually stands, however, mind you. Um, let's see here. Some wrestling fans, of course, might recall some years back that WWE filmed the tag team match between the Rockers and the Hart Foundation in 90. The Rockers did win the match with the titles on the line. However, the match never aired on television as the ring ropes broke during the match, and it apparently wasn't suitable for television. WWE never officially recognized the title change, and so Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart had technically remained the tag team champs on paper. However, this is not necessarily quite the same as what happened in NXT, however. Uh, like I said, we'll uh, keep you up to date with this story, however, if anything changes, however. And finally, however, speaking of birthdays, we do have a couple other birthdays to report. Happy 72nd birthday to Baseball Hall of Fame legendary superstar Nolan Ryan, who, of course, threw uh, seven no-hitters in his career. And today is a very special, unique birthday. Happy 100th century anniversary birthday to the very first black player in Major League Baseball history. No, not Larry Doby of the Cleveland Indians, the other black player, Jackie Robinson.
Oh, yes. Okay. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Thank you very much, dear JD. <clears throat> and John did actually want to comment one thing about JD about the story you just brought up about the about the deal with the women's title match at WrestleMania. He says, John said, being honest here, and say no disrespect to you, JD, but he would actually like to see a triple threat between these three girls at WrestleMania. 35. I don't know if we'll see it. It's a possibility. I mean, anything's possible, as we said before, but I don't think they're going to go on with it, but you never know. And wrestling, of course, these days, that's what we always say. You never know until what happens. I guess. So there you go. JD, thank you very much. Of course, JD, along with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, is King Ice. Your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. And, John, thank you very much, sir, sir, for your wrestling history and birthdays here for tonight. 1605-564, call ID 138-521-POUND. This is episode 187 of NWO Wolfpack for <clears throat> Thursday, January 31st, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Human Surface Machine, John Gross, here with you uh, this evening. <clears throat> now, gentlemen, of course, as we did, as we did this, as we did mention here, of course, um, with our discussions, of course, of the Royal Rumble taken care of here as well. Uh, we are now, we'll, of course, now we'll talk about, um, I know one one event that we definitely want to bring up here that actually had some big time impact here this past weekend was the NXT TakeOver show from Phoenix, of course, that happened tonight before the Royal Rumble. So let's go ahead and uh, give just some talking on that here. And I'll ask both you and John here, JD, about each of these matches. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, I will, let's see here. Let's see what, yes. The first one, I, the first one I will definitely talk about here is the one, the one match that was not a title match here, but this one did have a real good impact here. But I know, I know, JD, you were definitely kind of had your eyes glued on this match here, and I'm talking about Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ohnum. What's your, what was your take on this match? Well, Matt Riddle is slowly but surely catching uh, on with the NXT universe and Cassius Ohnum and what was maybe his last match. Huh? tried his hardest here, how I mean, he gave it a trying effort, you can't doubt that, how compared to what happened the last time these two fought, but at the end of the day, however, I mean, what happened? I mean, Matt Riddle just came out uh, as the better man, apparently, he just showed once again, how that he is the future, however, he has uh, a good future ahead of him, and it's unfortunate it had to come to that, but it is what it is, you know, and like I said, Howard, it's just a shame that, unfortunately, it's come to this, however, but, you know, oh, well, I mean, I can't say anything bad about him. It's just how you have to say it's a tough break, however, you know, and I think he wanted to, he wanted to show, uh, like I said, that he still has some potential, but like we said, how much more are they going to invest in him? You know, I mean, he's tried his hardest in NXT, and, but Matt Riddle seems to be uh, catching on with the, bros, with the bro thing, however, and uh, everyone's liking him and enjoying what he's got for so far, so we'll see where they go from here, but it looks like Matt Riddle's the future, and Ono might be on his way out pretty soon, and like we said, uh, we kind of saw a little bit of that last night to take at uh, the NXT TV tapings. Indeed, indeed. So, that's a good point there. Thank you very much, sir, JD. Uh, John is saying, uh, 
and pretty, pretty much he was in a way kind of asking a question here. Is this Cassius Ono's last go around in NXT because Riddle walked over him? Uh, I'll answer that. Yeah, I think it is, John. I mean, like I said, you never know. He could stay in NXT. But I think if AEW is smart, and I mean if they're really smart, however, I would definitely start to look at maybe possibly uh, looking at Buckman and Cassius Ono, possibly. Sure. I would definitely agree. Def- definitely agree. Uh, and of course, like I said, you definitely, of course, like I said, you were giving this match, JD, a whole lot of big time props on Saturday night during our special power hour. So uh, uh, this one right here was definitely one to look at here indeed. And now, folks, let's go ahead and talk about here, of course, the, uh, of course, the other four matches, all four of NXT's belts were up for grabs here. Let's go ahead and first start off with talking about the North American Championship belts. As we had Ricochet at the time defending the belt against Johnny Gargano. JD, your thoughts here? This was the match of the night. I mean, these guys went 20 to 25 minutes and absolutely stole the show. I mean, if there was a match that definitely just stood out, however, I mean, I mean, just really jumped out there and really was eye opening, however, and one of the early matches candidates of the year, however, this would definitely be it. I mean, this was one of those that you said, oh man, this is. One I want to go back and watch. And yeah, it was entertaining. I will say it. It was definitely, definitely, definitely entertaining. And like I said, Howard, you definitely have to owe it yourself to watch this match. These guys could have given another three or five minutes. Howard, it would have been good. But still, it was an excellent match. It told a good story. And I was really surprised that the Ricochet, a.k.a. Ricochet, however, uh, let uh, Gargano take the title away from him. I mean, it was a good, good match. And like I said, Howard, you have nothing to be ashamed of either one, however, these guys, however. I would definitely agree. Uh, John says the Rebel Heart was rocking as Johnny Gargano finally gets an NXT singles title. But how long is he going to keep the title for? Is what John. Well, we saw last, like we said uh, last night. I mean, we we saw a little bit of a change, or did we see a change? That's the question. Did we see a change? We still don't know yet. There you go. That's a good point. Very good point. Uh, Next up here, of course. Uh, we'll talk about the um, yeah. We'll talk talk about the NXT uh, t- uh, tag team tag team belts here. <clears throat> Let's see the undisputed era. Let's see who, who who was it? They, let's see who. The Warriors uh, and undisputed crap. era. The war yeah yeah it was undisputed era by I forgot it was the War Raiders. That's right. JD, what was your Anthony take on Ralph. the tag title match? Yes, this was good. These Anthony four did, these four, your... these four did really well against. Uh, uh, strong in uh, O'Reilly. I mean, no Adam Cole, no Bobby Fish, even though Bobby Fish did come out earlier. Uh, this was entertaining. I did like this one again. These guys have had really good chemistry in the ring, all four of them. We've seen what happened, of course, obviously, uh, late last, back in November in the War Games match, if you will. Like I said, this was entertaining. Now, and this was, whoops, sorry. This was a good match, and it was entertaining. They gave about 17 minutes, however. I was entertained by this. These shows that the, these are the two top teams how right now in NXT. How are, I mean, the other teams like Heavy Machinery are gone. The American Alpha are gone. Uh, DIY is gone, however, and split up. But we'll talk more about DIY and that, however, uh, in just a little bit. But like I said, right now, these are the two top teams in NXT right now uh, that definitely have stolen uh, have gotten up people's attention. Like I said, the Warriors had a really cool entrance. The Undisputed Air, of course, continued to be the... A brash, cocky heel team, however, they continue to do so well with their uh, leaders, not just with the two they have, but with other guys like Cole and uh, Bobby Fish 
And I was entertained by it. I enjoyed this match. This was a good, solid match. And like I said, told a good story. Like I said, gave him 17 minutes to work with. And it was entertaining. I enjoyed this one. Thanks, Ernest. I would definitely agree. And John says, well, the Undisputed Era had a great run as champions, but it does not last forever. John says the War Raiders have the championships now. But now, until they get a rematch maybe down the road against these guys, or maybe Mustache Mountain, you never know. I've spent seven in Tyler Bate, we'll see. Well, I mean, or maybe Mark Andrews and one of the guys from the UK, you never know. Absolutely. And of course, the NXT UK and the NXT over here have been probably more times here in recent memory, too. So we'll definitely have to wait and see what all happens with that. So there you go. In the meantime here, and John says, who is the first team to step up to the War Raiders? And JD did mention two or three. Mustache Mountain. Uh, you never know. You never know who, could be, who it could be. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. In the meantime, next up here, of course, uh, next next one here we'll talk about is the NXT Women's title. As Shayna Baszler once again put, uh, went against another big-time challenger in Bianca Belair. JD, your thoughts on this match? Bianca tried. I'll give her credit. I mean, as much as I'm not a fan of Bianca's yet, however, she did try. But at the end, however, the Queen of Spades had her friends, Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir, come in. Uh, we thought somehow Bianca was going to have Io Shirai and Kari Zane, the pirate girl, help her out, however, and find a way to get the win. Unfortunately, it turned out to be not so much the case here. Uh, but once again, Shayna Baszler stays on top of the women's division. And right now, however, the only question is, I mean, other than Bianca Belair, who else is out there right now that can make a statement, like I said, to challenge Shane? I mean, is Shane on her way to the main roster soon, maybe down the road, possibly during WrestleMania weekend or WrestleMania or possibly after WrestleMania this year? We really don't know. I mean, like I said, we got Kari Sane, we got Dakota Kai, who's still out with an injury, but like I said, we got Kari Sane, we got, uh, like I said, some other women, however, who are up and coming, like Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley. I mean, that would be interesting. But we'll have to wait and see who's uh, uh, Shayna's sex upon. Right now, Shayna's holding her own, and she's done pretty well as the champ. But like I said, I don't know how much longer they're going to keep her uh, down there for. I think she's coming up to the roster at some point, maybe around WrestleMania or after WrestleMania. We'll have to wait and see her at WrestleMania. But right now, the Queen of Spades is definitely showing with her friends, however, that she continues to be very dominant and is holding all the cards. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. Uh, John says they're just like her friend Ronda Rousey. Baszler's been making her waves in the WWE. What a champion she has been. Which NXT superstar can stop her? John says he, he's afraid that no one can. But now, at least for the time being, but like I said, John, watch out for Ripley, Storm, uh, Shirai, uh, maybe possibly, like I said, uh, Kari Zane, however. Uh, some of the other girls like... Uh, Casey Costanzo, maybe. I mean, you got to watch out for her. Uh, the one Chinese girl, uh, Shia Lee, or, and I think there's one called, uh, uh, yeah, Shia Lee. I think she's Chinese or Korean or Japanese. I'm not real sure. She's pretty good. But like I said, uh, we'll have to see who challenges her. But right now, it seems like, like I said earlier, I think, Kari, uh, not Kari, uh, Shane is holding all the cards right now. And she's got her friends backing her, however, and they're definitely enjoying their time right now with uh, holding the NXT women's belt. Early, absolutely, and then, like I said, I mean, I know they're they're going to probably pretty soon going to be looking at say, or they're going to be looking at all that, and somebody has bound to try to give Shane some sort of a challenge. Question is, as we said, who could it be? Ooh. And John, oh, oh, go ahead, JD. You were saying 
No, you know, you just spend what you were saying. Who is going to be that person? Yeah, who is going to be that person? I mean, like I said, we don't know. And John says, Rhea Ripley, she's the one that probably can put Baszler down. Look at what she did at the Women's Royal Rumble match. I would say maybe yes, but not quite yet. I could see maybe Tony Storm. Well, Tony Storm's champ right now. Uh, Ripley is a possibility, yes. Uh, another one, like I said, however, that could challenge her could be, uh, like I said, uh, possibly maybe uh, Candice LeRae. We don't know about Candice LeRae. We don't know about her status. Mrs. Johnny Gargano herself. Uh, like I said, we got uh, Io Shirai, however. I mean, she's uh, we haven't seen Io Shirai make a statement yet, however. Like I said, uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Like I said, I mean, WrestleMania is still, like, I think, 60, 60, between 60 and 65 days away. It's going to be interesting to see if she'll come up before Mania or during Mania or after Mania. But right now, like I said, I don't think she's going to come up just yet, but you never know. We'll see. At some point, she will be up, power. I think, before the, sometime this year. But we'll have to wait and see when and where. I would definitely agree. Absolutely. Thank you there, JD. And now, guys, <coughs> we come to the, come to the, of course, as we say, the main event. The, of course, the NXT Championship match pinning Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black. JD, you had a lot to say on this on Saturday night. What's your take on this match tonight? Good main event with the Sicilian stretcher and the Dutch destroyer, Miss. Miss, Miss. Selena Vega was definitely, I'm sure, proud of our hubby. However, like I said, Alistair Black continues to show by leaps and bounds. He did want to get that title back around his waist, but we saw saw, uh, saw at the end of the show Gargano stared down Chiappa. Does that mean DIY is back together again? Does it mean that Gargano now losing his title to Ricochet or Ricochet, however, um, or winning the North American title and then losing it, go on to now maybe become the man that he wanted to hold that title a year ago? At some point, I mean, who else is going to challenge Chiapa and Black? I mean, right now you could have maybe Adam Cole break away from the air and challenge for the belt. You could have uh, some of these superstars from the NXT UK show, like a Pete Dunne, uh, possibly, even though he is the Bruiserweight, he could hold both the UK belt and the NXT main belt. Uh, like I said, you could have uh, the Velveteen Dream, who has definitely been getting a big moderate push, and we saw a big brawl about him afterwards. Uh, we could also, like I said, see Adam Cole a break up in the era. However, we could see uh, possibly, like I said, Johnny Gargano. We could see uh, some other big names, Howard, come up. Howard, like I said, from the NXT UK, Walter, that big strong guy they just debuted recently. Uh, we could see uh, possibly uh, some of the UK guys, like I said, Flash Morgan, Andrews, or uh, possibly maybe uh, Jordan Devlin or something like that. A, a guy who is not that big, however, but like I said, has tons of part. But like I said, I do think the Black and Gargano are not done with their feud just yet. I think there's going to be another big match coming up with the two at some point. It could be in Brooklyn, maybe during WrestleMania weekend, maybe uh, be settled either in a steel cage or maybe a worse, however, Iron Man match. You never know. I mean, these guys have had really good chemistry. This was a very good main event. These two worked their tail off, and uh, they should not be disappointed whatsoever. They crowd definitely was in for a real treat in Phoenix at the Talking Stick Resort Arena on Saturday. And and see what John has. John's got a couple of things here to say. Chubba um, has continued to make waves in NXT by becoming the NXT champion, but now with DIY back together, who can stop DIY now? But <clears throat> John says he was more interested in the halftime heat six-man tag between DIY and Adam Cole, baby. Against Ricochet, Alistair Black, and Velveteen Dream. 
Is this going well, we're to gonna be? Well, we're going to see that this Saturday. I mean, we're going to see that this Saturday, on this Saturday, this Sunday night. I mean, that's going to be a really good six-person tag match. That's going to be very entertaining to watch. Is this going to be an empty arena, or will there be fans there? Because uh, I have match- not. That's, that's a good question. I haven't heard if it's going to be at full sale or it's going to be uh, in an empty arena like they did with Rock and Mick back in the day. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but like I said, we'll talk about it on Monday on Raw Radio, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we, you know, that would be that would kind of that would kind of hype up that match a little bit. You know, if they did it that way. I mean, honestly. But uh, I mean, you know, with, with with a lot at stake here. I mean, I mean, these like he saw these six guys, you know, go against one another at the end of a. Uh, at takeover on Saturday, I mean, you know, could, well, like could I said, they did, they did not. What's funny, they did not show it on television. And again, I don't know why they did not show it there on TV. However, like I said, basically after what went down, however, after the camera stopped rolling, you know. Right, but I mean, maybe they wanted to probably save it for a little bit later on. I mean, because the only ones that yeah, they spent out time. They probably did. You're probably right, and of course, for all I know, they could have probably. Uh, that the one that folks in Phoenix go really got got a real extra special treat because I mean because they got to see it right there. I mean, but of course everybody else, you know, but like you said, like you said, JD, they could have just simply ran out of time. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> but it was like I said, it, it was really intense. Uh, uh, JD and John, let me ask you. And John says, uh, Rock, Rock. John says Rock and Mankind's empty arena match. Although they didn't have any, any fans in there, that was a good match without any fanfare. John says, as far as Ciampa and Black goes, he's interested in if there will be a rematch between the two the night before WrestleMania. And John says, if so, he said his pick would be a steel cage match. I would say steel cage or Iron Man would be fitting, but I think Iron Man would be a lot better because they have done steel cage, I think, a few times in NXT, which has not been bad. But I think this the Iron Man match would settle it, however, mind you. However, you never know how I... So, oh, I, I, absolutely. I agree with that. Uh, now, guys, I will ask you here, J.D. you your overall take of the overall show. Very good. Again, I wouldn't say it was quite a home run, but a near home run, I would say. I, I'd say between a 7 or 7 and a quarter, close to a 7.5 uh, out of 10. There were some good moments. The North American match, again, was a hell of a match. It was definitely good. Uh, the Riddle Ono was okay in parts, but it was a mixed bag for me, half good, half fair. Is somewhat off and on halfway good, halfway fair, and could have been better. Uh, the women's match was somewhat all right and not too bad. I mean, there were some good things here and there, a little bit here and there. And of course, uh, the tag match was pretty good. I enjoyed that one. And then, of course, uh, like I said, uh, the main event was good. I'd say the main event and the North American matches were good, but there were some entertaining moments here and there. You know, there really were. Indeed, indeed. And John says here he would say about eight out of ten, which would be like a B plus. And also John says the only reason WWE is still alive is because of NXT of NXT because Raw and SmackDown may be bad, but NXT, oh boy, just continues to be great. I mean, could that be a good sign? I mean, could NXT be the thing that kind of saves WWE from going down the hole? In your opinion, JD. I think NXT is just getting by with what they're getting by right now. Yeah, and well, I would I would definitely agree. So, guys, thank you very much here for your thoughts and opinions on what took place 
at NXT TakeOver here, of course, this past uh, Saturday night. And, of course, we also did our prediction title challenge, which, I, of course, I can I can report here <clears throat> can report here that the official the official results of the of the um of the prediction title challenge for NXT takeover from Phoenix the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds did win the WWF US Smoking Skull Championship JD did win the Hardy Boys fans Extreme Heavyweight Championship which I think he still has that not too far behind I think mm-hmm. uh, the WWS Raw Tag Team Champions are of course the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, and also the WWS SmackDown Tag Team Champions are of course Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziggler and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. So like I said, all in all, like I said, uh, everyone like I said got to take home two belts here. Uh, I did get some commentary from Mr. Hulkamania earlier today, asking him about. Uh, of course, as I did mention, he did win one half of the SmackDown Tag Belts alongside with Fonzie. And also the Royal Rumble, he did win the NJPWS J Crown Championship. And I did get some thoughts from him about what he thought about it. And he simply put, he was he was he was happy that he got he, he was happy that uh, he earned some gold from this past weekend and all. And he kind of felt the same way, even though he did not officially see, of course, NXT or the Royal Rumble. He did give his thoughts here. He did he read a little bit about it, and he did say that it was kind of a um, it was the both shows were kind of unique, so but uh, <clears throat> but like I said here, folks, that was a big time for big time, uh, two big time events and two big time um prediction title challenges. And folks, like I said, you may be seeing that maybe seeing that again here, right close to WrestleMania time, uh, which we will do once again. Like I said, we'll hopefully we'll have we'll have uh, like like I said, uh, hopefully we'll have the same six folks, maybe more. Coming up here, right, right near WrestleMania, and of course, I, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget that one belt that will uh, that will ultimately be decided at WrestleMania will be, of course, the WCWS World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, the granddaddy of all the belts in WCWS. The belt's been vacated, been empty for quite a long time, and everybody here, including of course JD and John, and I'm sure even I do believe we also have on the live video chat right now. Let me double check here and see. And I think, unfortunately, I think something happened. Yes, yeah, something happened with our live video feed here. I'm not sure what happened. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway. Um, Last night we um, had a big, uh, we had, uh, of course, uh, the Captain Corners podcast of our good friend, Mr. Captain Dave Spieler, who I believe has a big show coming up again, I believe, this weekend. As he usually does every weekend, I believe, and of course, the Captain Corners podcast for all your uh, independent wrestling needs. Howard, check it out today. And of course, we also had the Empress, aka the Last Kicker herself, Anne Marie Rickenbach. But we also had another interesting guest last night too. Oh yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this is case you did not hear. Of course, uh, uh, Jade. Uh, I do thank the Iceman for bringing this gentleman to our attention here. Um, um, and I'm going for, and forgive me if I, if I, if, if I, okay, I got it now. Okay. Uh, the, we had a young, young gentleman here, of course, calling in from California, uh, who is, of course, who has befriended, uh, JD. Um, and he, and of course was very interested in listening to what our shows was about. And of course you heard us talking to him on last night's edition of WWS Revolution. That of course was Mr. Danny. Uh, Conover, or as JD, as he says, uh, he, 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 uh, 
and he's a Moke Park, yes, because I think he is part of a of a wrestling podcast on Monday nights after all, I think, or something like that. I think yes, he's with me, you know, sometimes, but mostly me. It's called the Chris Peep Show. Okay, okay. Is this an actual person, too, this show's name after? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good show. It's a, I, I, if you thought my icebreakers were bad on Raw, uh, here on Raw Radio, however, I definitely uh, don't pull any punches, however, let's just say. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, I may have to listen to that myself sometime. And but uh, we, we of course, like I say, got his take on certain things that happened with Raw, SmackDown, and of course NXT and the Royal Rumble as well. Uh, we do thank you for coming on. And of course, like I said once again, uh, of course we do invite him to come back on uh, whenever he, whenever he, whenever he can, whenever he's able to, and uh, join us here for some more uh, big time rest, big time talk here, indeed. Uh, of course, on all of our shows here in the radio network, and of course, JD will relay. I'm sure JD will relay the information about all it. the shows. Okay. If you need numbers or anything, let me know. I can give you the number for some. Okay, I'll be right back. Uh, okay, JD, thank you very much. While JD, while JD steps away for a moment here, folks, just going to give you the number one more time: one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight five two one pound. This is episode 187 of NWO Wolfpack for Thursday, January 31st, 2019. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, here with you here tonight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, our live video feed, I'm not sure what happened, but somehow it cut out on us uh, midway through the show. I'm not sure what happened, but my apologies there for that. Uh, so I we won't be able to get back up here as well okay thank you there jd uh but uh but uh i do want to thank us for of course uh have us of course hosting the video tonight for um nwo wolfpack 187 uh don't forget tomorrow night our friday edition of revolution of course news and views history and birthdays and other fun stuff will definitely be taking will definitely be talking about here of course in wrestling and other big time things here as well coming up here tomorrow night. Our live video feed from that will be from Impact US Six-Sided Madness. So be sure to join us here for that here as well. Uh, <clears throat> well, guys, we have got 50 minutes before the, the show is show goes off here for the evening. And um, hopefully we were hoping to hear for some more, for some more folks here tonight. But uh, unless I'm sure, like I said, the weather has been a huge factor and everything like that. We haven't heard from a lot of folks here lately. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, while, while we're, of course, uh, you know, while we while we wait for any more folks to come on, how about um, JDU and John, if you'd, li- if you'd like, uh, we can try some, uh, we can do a couple of family feud surveys. How's that sound? All right. Okay. John, are you in? John says he is in as well. Okay, guys. <clears throat> and by the way, though, guys, uh, JD, uh, I'll have to give props to you and to Fonzie last night. What an excellent uh, last survey you did last night about the one about the Elvis Presley songs. Very good. <laughs> Very good indeed. Um, okay. This one here tonight, guys, we start off with top six answers on the board. Name someone who empowers other women. To reach their goals. JD, uh, what was the question? With... Sorry, what was the... 
What was the question? Name, Sorry. name someone who empowers other women to reach their goals. Boss. You said boss? Yes. Well, I'll give this is close enough. I'll give this to you. Number five, mentor or teacher. I'll give that to you. All right, John, name someone who empowers other women to reach their goals. And one thing I forgot to mention before we started this one in particular, I can tell you that four of the answers are famous people. Oh, okay. Okay, so keep that in mind. John says the doctor, John, it's a good guess, but that is not on the board. Uh, JD, number five, mentor or teacher on, on the board there. We gave that one to you. Name someone who empowers other women to reach their goals. Uh, I'm going to say, how are we? I'm still thinking here. Uh, let's go with, well, I hate to say this, president or leader of the country or of a nation. Uh, well, can you be can you be a tad more specific? I don't want to say the man's name, but let's just say the scumbag, DT. Well, it's the only time you'll hear me say this about this man here, JD. That's a good guess, but that is not on the board. Uh, <laughs> that's probably that's the only time you'll hear me say anything like that. Okay, uh, John, you're up next. Name someone who empowers other women to reach their goals. John says a motivation. That's a good guess too, John, but that's not on the board either. All right, JD, you're up next. Uh, I'm gonna say uh uh ooh, you said four of them are famous people. Yeah, four of them are famous people. Movie director, I'll say, in this case, Steven Spielberg. I don't know. That's a good guess, but that's not there. John? John says he does not know. Uh, J.D., do you want to take another shot at it? No, I'm done. Okay. Well, guys, this this was kind of a tough one. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that there i mean you did get one and jd i did give you that one uh uh you said leader and i said mentor or teacher and and mike said that they are technically leaders in, in some respect so let me go ahead and give you these and give you the rest of these of course let me say the question one more time then someone who empowers other women to reach their goals and i'll start here number six mother Teresa. okay number Number four, Michelle Obama. I was going to say something like that. Okay. Number three, their mother. <laughs> Number two, y'all going to get a big laugh out of this one. Number two, Hillary Clinton. Who was it? 
Clinton. Hillary Clinton, number two. <laughs> yeah. And number one, Oprah. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's why I said when you said president, that's why I was saying trying to be a bit more specific about it. That's why I was trying to say. Yeah. But good tries, though. Good tries, indeed. I will say that. Okay. JD, John, top seven answers are on the board. Name a place that babies, and we're talking about human babies, like to be. In their crib. Number two, crib or cradle. That's right. John, name a place babies like to be. John said the living room. John, I'm gonna give that to you. Number seven, home. That, 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 that's that's in a house. So yeah, there you go. Uh, <clears throat> JD, uh, so far number two, crib or cradle, and number seven, home. Name a place that babies like to be. The living room. J, uh, John technically said that, and I gave that to him by saying home. Uh, uh, you said crib. Uh, and and a crib and home is is basically what is, what's been said so far. I'm thinking here. Um, okay, all right. Yeah. No problem. Crib is not one. In the living room is not one, however. No, the crib, crib is already on there. And ho- and living room, I guess. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and take one. All right, uh, John, you get another. JD's giving you another opportunity. So far, number two, crib or cradle, and number seven, home. Name a place that babies like to be. John says outside. Well, uh, John, I'm gonna give that to, give that to you right here. Number three, swing or play area, and that's that's outside. So yeah, we'll give we'll give we'll, I'll give that to, that one to you. Uh, all right, JD, number two, crib or cradle. Number three, swing or play area. Number seven, home. Name a place that babies like to be. Park. You say okay. That might be considered swing or play area. Yeah. So um, try, try try again, Rebel. 
Uh, I'm gonna say, however, uh, I have no clue. I'm gonna pass. Okay, John, do you want to take another shot? John says a car seat. John, that is not on there. You want to try one more time? John said he does not know. Okay. Well, good tries here, guys. Very good tries indeed. Uh, you said number two, crib or cradle. We said number three, swing or play area, because John said outside. And John also said living room. <clears throat> and we said that at the same thing as home, so we'd give that to you as well. And the place that babies like to be, we'll start at the bottom here. Number six, in the womb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said womb. <laughs> number five, and you ain't going to believe this one. Number five, a store. Or a jamboree. Uh. Yeah. Number four, a snuggled blanket. And, that one, and, number, and number one, and JD, I'm sure you probably loved this when you were a baby. Number one, with parents or in their parents' arms. Yeah. So so that there you have it right there. But there you have it right there. All right, we got plenty of time here, guys. I got plenty of them still to go. Hey, I got another uh, pack. I, can, I, I got another pack I can open here, hopefully shortly, possibly. Uh, seven answers on the board here, guys. This one should be, this one should be fairly easy, but we'll let y'all be the judge of this. Seven answers on the board, guys. Name an animal that can jump higher than you can. I'm gonna say dog. That is a good guess. Believe it or not, that is not on there. John, you're up next. John, the question was, name an animal that can jump higher than you can. John says a cat. Now, I find this strange. Dog is not on there, but cat is number two. Cat made it on there. I don't know why dog didn't. But. All right, JD, six answers still left. Name an animal that can jump higher than you can. Horse? You said horse? Yes. Number six, horse. Hmm. John, JD, you're a little horse. I don't know why. You need to get off that point. You, you, you need to get off that pony, man, because you're a little horse. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, John. So far, um, a cat and a horse. Name an animal that can jump higher than you can.
John says a monkey. That's a good guess, John, but it is not there. JD, you're up next. I'm going to say, however, let's see, uh, lion, a tiger. <clears throat> okay. Um, no, since you said since you said one of them, I'm going to give it to you. Number five is tiger. John, you're up next. John says a bird. That's a good guess, John, but it is not there. JD, you're up next. I think JD is sitting there thinking. I hope he's sitting there thinking. J-A-D. J-A-D, you still there, bud? Yeah, I'm thinking. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I figured you were. I was just, I was just saying. So far, number two, cat. <clears throat> number five, tiger, and number six, horse is is, still, is, is there. So we got, let's see, four more still to go. Name an animal that can jump higher than you can. I mean. Um, trying to think, however, uh, that would be cat, dog, lion, pass. Oh, you're pat, you're pass. Okay, John, do you have another, do you have another answer? John doesn't okay. Well, good good try here, guys. You got three out of the seven, which is good. You got number two cat, you got number five tiger, and you got number six horse. Name an animal that can jump higher than you can. Number seven, a leopard. Number four, a deer or an where the deer and the antelope play. Okay. Deer or antelope. Okay. Number three, a cheetah. And JD, I think you and John are going to kick your butt, kick butt, kick each other's rears after hearing this. Number one, a kangaroo. Okay. Yeah. Okay, guys. Um, like I said, we still got time. We can go another round if y'all like. We got about thirty minutes. Y'all ready to go another round? What were the answers though? 
Other than, well, like I said, you said number two, cat. You said number five, tiger. You said number six, horse. The remaining answers was number seven, leopard. Number four, deer or antelope. Number three, cheetah. And number one, kangaroo. All right, sounds good. Okay. All right, so all right, so y'all ready for another round? John says he is. JD, are you ready ready for another round? Yeah. Okay, okay. I think you said yes. Okay. All right. Eight answers on the board here, guys. Eight answers. Name something you eat that gets stuck in your teeth. JD, you first. I want to say, however, like a yeah. like a pit. A pit. Uh, like a pit, I guess. Pit. Um. Uh, you know, I'm going to see. Uh, you know what, JD? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give that to you because this is this is similar to that. Um, number five seeds, like off of a watermelon or sunflower seeds or something. So I'm gonna give that to you there, JD. Uh, John. Name something you eat that gets stuck in your teeth. As I'm currently holding the WWE United States title. I swapped it for more truth. <laughs> there you go. That sounds good, don't it, guys? <laughs> John, the question is, name something you eat that gets stuck in your teeth. So far, number five, seeds, has been said. John says popcorn. Yes, John, number two is popcorn. Great answer, John. Good answer indeed. JD, you're up next. All right, popcorn, we said, however. And seeds. And, uh, and, and seeds. seeds. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So. Meat? You said meat? Yes, meat. Number, I don't want to know about your meat. <laughs> I don't Number four, meat or steak. JD, very good. Okay. All right, John. Uh, number two, popcorn. Number four, meat or steak. And number five, seeds has been said. Name something you eat that gets stuck in your teeth. John says a watermelon. John, I'm going to give that to you. Number seven, fruit. Watermelon is a fruit, so, yeah, so you're going to get that one. All right, J.D., you're up next here. Number two, popcorn. Number four, meat or seeds. Number Meat or steak, I should say. Number five, seeds. And number seven, fruit. Name something you eat that gets stuck in your teeth. You're up next, JD. 
Alright, I'm going to say, however, a piece of bread. Bread. Uh, let's see. That's a good answer, but it is not there. Uh, John, you're up next. John says candy. Yes, John, number three, candy or caramel. Get stuck in your teeth, so that, that is up there. All right, J.D., you're up next. All right. Uh, uh, well, let me think here. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to say, however, uh, wow, let me think, uh, I'm going to say, what is caught in their mouth, it is a, oh no, pass. Okay. John, any, John, any more, any more guesses, bud? John says chicken. John number six is chicken. <clears throat> All right, John, uh, one more, another opportunity here. Number two, popcorn. Number three, candy or caramel. Number four, meat or steak. Number five, seeds. Number six, chicken. And number seven, fruit. There are two more answers left. Name something you eat that gets stuck in your teeth. Uh, John, you already said you said when you said watermelon, I count that as fruit, so that would count as fruit. So you've already said that. Go ahead and try again, bud. John, you said okay, you said vegetables. John, number one, vegetables or corn is number one. <laughs> he said corn. <laughs> yeah. And John, one one more to go here, bud. Uh, number eight is still up there on the board. Name something you eat that gets stuck in your teeth. John says chips. That's a good answer, John. But that is that's not there. Do you want to take one more opportunity?
Okay. 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 Well, John's got one more. One, he's got one more here to see if he can get this. Um, unless JD, you want another opportunity? I'll go for it. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, like I said, you and John both. Like I said, whoever comes up with it, I'll let you know. Go ahead. JD, you say one, and John, you say one here. Let make it fair. Name something you eat that gets stuck in your teeth. There's one more answer left, guys. Oh wait, no, no, wait a minute. I thought you were talking about the. Uh, I thought you were yeah. talking about the. Uh... What do you think I was talking about? I said you were talking about there's another. Uh, like I said. Hello. Oh no no we we have we have one more question but like I said there's one more there's one more answer to the, to this question here. I mean but you don't want you don't want to take another shot at it at all. No. Okay all right then John like I said it's up to, if you want the question is all yours bud. I think John is trying is is thinking of a. Uh, John says seafood. That's a good answer, John, but that, that's not there as well. John, you want to take one more shot? John says pizza. That's another good one. Good answer, John. That, that, that answer is not there either. John says bacon. Another good one. But that's not there sausage. either, John. JD, you said sausage, sausage is not there either. So, so John, you don't want to try again? Okay. And JD said you don't, JD, you said you don't want to try with this one anymore either? Nope. Okay. Well, y'all did good. You got seven out of the eight. I will go and read them off one more time. Name something you eat that gets stuck in your teeth. Number one, vegetables or corn. Number two, popcorn. Number three, candy or caramel. Number four, meat or steak. Number five, seeds. Number six, chicken. Number seven, fruit. And number eight, nuts or peanuts. <laughs> I He said he said nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, like I said, I got another one right here, guys. We still got 20 minutes, so we can go through it. If you All want. right. Okay. All right, John, you want to give it another whirl? All right, Pat. Okay, JD. Well, okay, while we wait on JD to return, uh, don't forget, like I said, also, folks, this weekend at 6 o'clock on Saturday, 
Don't forget our next edition of WWS Power Hour as we'll be reviewing all that t- has taken place here in the radio network. And then, of course, our uh, of course our uh, this, this this coming Saturday's wrestling history and birthdays, plus also some wrestling news uh, tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. <clears throat> so be sure to join us for, of course, WWS Power Hour this Saturday evening at 6, six o'clock, 141-364-pound, right here on TalkShoe.com. Plus, also, of course, this this Sunday evening, I'll be bringing, of course, our weekly promo, which will include, of course, uh, Sunday's history and birthdays. Okay, I'm plus, back. Al- plus also, okay, thank you, JD. Uh, also, of course, uh, <clears throat> some wrestling news tidbits uh, for this coming Sunday, as well as, of course, our lineup for next week here in the radio network. So, be sure. So, if you like listening on that, be sure to check us out there as well. All right, guys, here we go. Uh, top seven answers on the board. All right, JD and John, think about this one very carefully. What breed of dog do you think eats the most? Seven answers, JD. Great Dane. Number five, Great Dane. Absolutely. John? John, the question is, what breed, what breed of dog do you think eats the most? So far, John, JD has said number five, Great Dane. John says a pedigree. John, that is not on the, that is a good answer, but that is not on the board. Uh, JD, you're up next. German Shepherd. Number two is German Shepherd. John, you're up next. John says a boxer. You know what? I, I tell you what, I'm a, I'm, I've, I've been a boxer owner, and I'm still a big fan of the breed. I'm going to count this as well because I'm going to count this as well because the, the my the my dog is actually a mix of a boxer and this other brand. So I'm going to I'm going to give this one to you, John. Number three, Pitbull. My dog is a boxer Pitbull mix. I don't know if y'all seen pictures of him or not, but I've I've, I've posted a couple of pictures, but I need to put I need to get some more up of them, so I'll I'll work on doing that this weekend. All right, all right, JD, uh, what breed of dog do you think eats the most so far? Number two, German Shepherd. Number three, Pitbull. And number five, Great Dane. I'm on a German Shepherd, so I'm going I'm German Tower. I'm gonna go out on limb, however. I'm gonna say, however, German Short Hair Pointer. Pointer. That's a good. That's a good answer, but that's not on the board. JD, I mean John, you're up next. Of course, we all agree that all dogs eat a whole lot, regardless of what how big or small they are. Uh, John says a a chihuahua. 
<laughs> uh, that's a good answer, John, but that little, the little guy's not on there. Um, but, of course, J.D., we all know what Chihuahuas eat, right? You okay to talk about yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's a good answer, John. Uh, JD, you're up next. Uh, I'm going to say, however, Dalmatian. Another good answer, but it's, that one's not there either. John, you're up next. Uh, well, John, I gave you I gave you that one because, like you said, boxer, and I can't and I and I and I gave you that one. And it was the same as a uh, pit bull, so you already technically said one. So go ahead and give us another one, please. Oh, I don't know, JD, if y'all heard this story or not. This happened down around my, my neck of the woods Monday evening before I was before I went into my meeting. My mother and my niece called me and said that somebody tried to uh, burn down a Walmart down here near my neck of the woods. Well, yeah, well, luckily, first of all, I will say no one got hurt, which is good. Uh, uh, They said it started in the men's department. I don't know why in in the world this guy was, they they, they caught the guy that did it. It was intentional. I'm glad they caught the guy that did it. So 26-year-old guy. but um, <clears throat> but uh, I think it says bonded like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Things were less. Uh, I got a story on my local uh, news news channels uh, app earlier today that they're supposed to reopen the. See, this is this is a full blown Walmart, but you notice one side is the Walmart and the other side they got like a grocery store part. I'm sure you got ones like that up around that area, similar. Up yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but ones that has a grocery store on one side and the actual department store on the other. Um, but anyway, the food portion of of that store they said it's supposed to reopen on Sunday, but they said that the other the other one they didn't have. They said that more than likely that that Walmart was probably going to stay majority of it was probably going to stay shut down for two weeks while they try to get it fixed up. That's a darn shame too. And the closest one is on one is on the other side of the same city where where this one's located at. And then another one right down the road from where I work at is is um, I'm sure you've heard of the neighborhood markets, the gro- the grocery stores that Walmart has. Yeah. Um, um, they've been getting a lot of business ever since this happened. This just happened on Monday, and ever since that happened, they started seeing the business big time. But I think these stores have stepped up and kind of helped out, trying to trying to help get that one up here, uh, right up the road here, um, back open again, real quickly. So, but that's a darn shame. But some why someone would go and do that, I don't know. But I mean, that was that was just sad, very sad. John said a beagle. Uh, John, that's a good answer, but that's not there. Uh, JD, that'll repeat the question again. Uh, what breed of dog do you think eats the most? So far, we have number two, German Shepherd, number three, Pitbull, and number five, Great Dane. Bloodhound? That's a good answer. That's not there either. 
J, uh, John, drag you. John says a foxhound. That's another good answer there, John, but that's that's not there. JD, you're up you're up next. I am going to say, however, uh, a collie. Another good answer, but not there. John, you're up next. I would imagine they had to feed Lassie a whole lot during the time that they were on TV and the movies and all that. John says he does not. John says he does not know anymore. Uh, JD, you will take another shot at it. JD, hmm. you want to take another shot? John, John says he does not know anymore. I'm gonna say, however, uh, I should know this. My friend used to have this kind of dog. Her name's Targa. Uh, uh, let's just say, uh, they're black. I should know this. Black lab. That is a good answer. That's a good answer, a good guess, but that's that one's not on there either. They're not putting the good ones on here. I mean, they're all good, but I mean, uh, John said he doesn't want to give it this another try. JD, you want to try one more time? I'm done. Okay, good guesses all around here. You got three of them. That's great. Um, <clears throat> like I said, you said you said number two German Shepherd, number three Pitbull, Pitbull, number five Great Dane. What breed of dog do you think eats the most? Number seven, a husky. Hmm. Number six, a Doberman. Number four, a Rottweiler. And number one, a St. Bernard. Uh, okay. uh <clears throat> guys, we got time. We got ten minutes. We got time to do one more if you want to try it, or we can wait till tomorrow. I can go for another one. Okay. All right. John, do you want to go for another?
John says he wants to wait. Tell you what, JD, I tell you what, JD, we'll wait too. It's just close anyway. We'll go, let's. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add tonight, there, JD, before we close up shop? Uh no. Okay, John. Anything else, sir? You wish to add? I do have a good closing theme. You're gonna like them. Oh, okay. Very good. All right. Thank you very much, sir. John has nothing else to add. On that note here, folks, we do thank you very much for listening in tonight to episode 187 of NWO Wolfpack. We apologize for, the, of course, our live video from ROHUS ending abruptly. We're not sure what happened there, uh, but hopefully we'll have, that, we'll have that resolved in time for uh, Revolution tomorrow night. <clears throat> but uh, don't forget, speaking of Revolution, don't forget tomorrow night, 138055-pound. Uh, 9 to 11 p.m., of course. News and views, history and birthdays, and other fun stuff will be coming your way here. <clears throat> so uh, so be sure to listen in on that here tomorrow evening. For the Iceman, Jared D. Geralimo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, this is Mr. WSWS, Chad Hinshaw, saying thank you very much for listening. <clears throat> and if we could and, uh, close out tonight, tonight, uh, JD is going to take us out with a closer of the closing theme here this evening, folks. So take care of yourselves. We'll talk to you on Revolution tomorrow night, starting at 9 o'clock. Remember that phone number, 1605-562-0444, Revolution 138055-POUND. Take care and God bless. This is the WWS Radio Network. Here we go. Go ahead, JD. One person believed in you, deep enough and strong enough believes in you, hard enough and long enough, before you knew it, someone else would think, if he can do it, I can do it, making it to all people who believe in you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.